0: Hi, I'm Vanessa Anderson. And I'm Stephanie Cooley. It's time to give ourselves a moment to be real, to express all
1: of motherhood. Mothering is beautiful. It's wonderful. And you know what? It's fucked up too. Come hang out with us. We're the real motherfuckers. Hello, I am Stephanie and this is Vanessa. We are the real motherfuckers. And we're here <laughs> to talk about motherhood and all the aspects of reality of motherhood and Life in general. Yep, yep. So today, um, I haven't spoken to our guests in over twenty years. We, uh, both, yeah, it is a lot of time. We were both on the cheerleading team in high school. We were both. We're both named Stephanie. Mm-hmm. We were both flyers, so we were those people on the top of the pyramid. We both went to cheer camp, and there is such a thing as a spirit stick. Yes. <laughs> don't remind me oh my god <laughs> i remember one year we had like a spirit stick bag so like it would never f- go on the floor
2: right oh, your spirit yeah. your
1: spirit can never touch the ground yeah <laughs> okay. i was just <laughs> sure. you did not have the stick that's a whole other- My gosh that's yeah. a whole yeah. other level
2: um
1: so anyway i remember stephanie was well loved by friends and family she was often voted on the homecoming court and like the dance courts because I don't think it's a surprise she had such an infectious smile, she had such a warm and inviting personality. Um I asked Stephanie to be on our show today because sometime in high school she became pregnant and we want to know what it's like to be as a uh, to be a mom as a teenager. Um I became a mom in my 30s. Same as a full grown adult and that shit was hard enough. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I want to know what was, it was like to raise a baby when you're so young. Um, and I've looked up statistics on teen pregnancy and as I was searching those numbers, I felt, I felt kind of icky. I was like, you know what? This is not just another statistic. Um, Stephanie has a real story to share about her life and her family and, a family that she beautifully raised. She's not a statistic to us. She's a real mom with a real story. And I'm grateful that you're here with us today. Thank you. I'm getting choked up hearing you
2: say that. Um, but yeah, it's an honor to be asked to talk about it. Um, like I kind of told you in conversation, you know, some people when I'm getting to know them, especially, you know, in sports and stuff, and they want to know how many kids I have, and then they drop. bomb that I have a 23 year old, usually I get the like, wow, you don't look old enough to have a 23 year old. And I'm like, I'm not, you know, then I could see them kind of doing the math. So I feel like I have to be like, uh, you know, let me stop you. I was 18. And then that's kind of the gist of it. You know, like they really don't ask any more questions than that. But um, yeah, to have to like go back and think about like in detail that time in my life, it, it's a little bit crazy, (laughs) I bet it is. And I mean,
0: you were 18. So depending on your birthday, you were that was your senior year
2: of high school. It was right? my, my entire senior year. Yeah. So I, I literally in the fall, you were pregnant then? Yeah, I found out. Um, right. Like, school had just started. And I found out. Um, and then he was born in June. So my, my entire senior year.
1: So I was telling yeah. Stephanie that I didn't I, I don't know, I feel like I had kind of a traumatic high school time, so I kind of barely remember, and I didn't realize that you were pregnant for the entire, se- your entire senior year. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so tell us, tell us how you found out, and where that all began. So, I was obviously, you know, I was young,
2: so, um and very underweight, like I was only 98 pounds, so... Um, my periods were never like, uh, regular, I always kind of had irregular periods. But this time just felt like a little bit different. Um, but it also happened to be a time um, I lost my four year old cousin, she passed unexpectedly. So it was a lot of um, stress like on our family and just times were it was just a little bit different. So I remember telling my mom, my mom and I were literally I tell people we we're soulmates. I think, she knew that I was pregnant before I even knew I was pregnant, even with my other two, like she got morning sickness, not me. She would ask me like, are you pregnant? Yeah. I would try to like hide it from her, especially with the second two because we wanted to surprise them and stuff. And she would, she would know, like, she would call me and say, I'm morning sickness. Are you pregnant? So with, um, Anthony, you know, like I talked to her about everything. So I did tell her, you know, like my period is a little bit late and, um, it just seems a little different like i'm more tired and stuff and she was even very much like well you know your cousin just passed like we've gone through this traumatic thing like in our family like stress can mess with that so like let's give it a little bit and like every day she would ask like did it come did it come and i would say no and literally one day i came home from school and there was a pregnancy test waiting on my bed and i was like well okay i guess here we go yeah so she told me like when you're ready we'll take it so we went into the bathroom and took it and like immediate, like two blue lines. And I was like, okay. And then I remember we walked out and my dad was watching a football game. He was like sitting on the couch and she just like hands him the pregnancy test and is like, your daughter's pregnant. And he was just like, okay. Like literally that was it. So I don't know if she had kind of like warned him to this day. I still don't know like how that conversation went. Um, But he was just like, okay. And like, that was it. Like, then I think we all were kind of just a little bit in shock. And went to bed. And then the next day, kind of we went into like um damage control. Like, what are we gonna do? And it was never a question of like, am I gonna keep him? Like, obviously, I was gonna keep the baby, like that's not how I was raised. But it was very much like my mom said, like, we can pull you from school, you can tell no one, you know, and then you can have this baby and I'll adopt it and it'll be mine. Like, I'll take full responsibility. We'll just say we adopted a baby. Um, she's like, or you can have, you know, we can not tell the dad, like it's up to you. Um, or you can, you can have it like, it you know, and we'll help you. We will support you. It was never a question. Like, I'm so lucky in that, that it was never a question of, are they going to help me? Are they going to support me? They were never like, you're going to get kicked out. They were none of that. Like, it was always like, however you would like to handle this. So obviously, like I told the dad and his dad and I had been boyfriend like boyfriend and girlfriend since literally sixth grade. Like he was in my quincenera. He was my first boyfriend, my first kiss. Like we went to every dance, you know, this is now our senior year, every dance together, like he was my boyfriend. So they were obviously like happy that it was him and not some like one night stand or anything like that, you know. So I tell him and then he tells his parents and then we call this family meeting. Like our families knew each other. It wasn't like this weird awkward thing i guess which is also yeah. weird at 17 cuz i was 17 when i found out um and then they came over and you know our parents were just like you guys are going to finish school like if you guys want to go to college you'll go to college like whatever help you need like we will help you i remember his mom saying like oh thank god it's you and not somebody else you know because i feel like a big reason that i got pregnant and i'm not placing full blame on him is that I gave into the pressure like he he was my boyfriend but also he was cheating on me constantly mm-hmm. and I knew it my friends would tell me you know like even when I came home from this funeral because the funeral was in northern California I came home and my friends were like he was cheating on me while you were gone like my four-year-old cousin just passed away and like mm-hmm. I'm not here and you're gonna take that as your first opportunity to cheat on me you know so mm-hmm. and I wish Like I've been thinking about it a lot, and I just don't even know why I stayed. Like I, I come from a very stable family. Like my parents, if my mom hadn't passed, would still be married. They got along well. I have a great father. He was always there for me. It's not like I have these daddy issues. Yeah. My mom and I were very open. I knew about contraception, and I'm telling you, the day I lost my virginity, she asked me that day, "Did you lose your?" I'm. It's so weird. Like she knew, and she was even like. Do I need to put you on birth control? Like, and I, I told her like, no, I don't even like it. Like, and I felt a lot of shame because that's not who I was. Like, I very much wanted to wait till I got married. To Can, I have that-
1: Can I stop you right here? Mm-hmm? I want to take pause and have like a little tribute to your parents here. And how, yes, that is amazing that you have such a bond with your parents. And I don't know, it's just fucking revolutionary to me that your mom approached it that way yeah because um, i would have been like oh shit how do i like i how do i never tell my parents how do i you know like keep this a no. secret and um the fact that you were able to have this open relationship with your mom is pretty amazing and your dad yeah
0: i, I would have yeah i would have to say mine's similar to yours my parents were always upfront with me with you know, being active. I was the same as you wanted to be married until I lost my virginity and lost my virginity very late in life, not like 40 or anything, but I was <laughs> later than most. I was right before college, you know, but, um, yeah. I'm glad that you were supported in this. It's, it's such a fragile, Yeah, you're, it's a crazy transitional time in a youth's life because you're a quote unquote adult. You're about to do these big things. And then you had a bigger thing come to you and it's, yeah almost so disappointing and you're not disappointing that you had the baby but disappointing that the father's reaction of ha- like just what you're putting the foundation on right now how he was you know mm-hmm. already not there for you before you got pregnant like
2: mm-hmm. that's
0: i'm I'm sorry that that happened but on the plus side you had the best support system with your parents so did.
2: yeah but I, I do know my story is not typical in that way like even Like within school, like you know, then came like telling my teachers, you know, like that I was pregnant and how because right away, you know, we told like the principals and all that, and they were like, okay, well, it's to continuation you go, and I was like, no, like I don't want to do that. Like I want to go to school. Like I, I think I can do it. I want to go and I want to graduate with my class. So they were like, then you need to talk to your teachers and see what they say. And every single teacher I remember, Miss Phillips was like wear your uniform until it doesn't fit, come to every game and you're all good, you know, and then when it doesn't fit anymore, we'll figure it out. But, you know, just show up and my science teacher, same thing, you know, and I could see the look of disappointment on their face because again, I was the good girl. Like I, I, I felt like I disappointed a lot of people, not just my parents. Um, But they all supported me like within school and even like towards the end, like my teachers threw me a baby shower, like the teachers and the students. I had GAPA. So it was like the visual and performing arts. So it was like econ and then econ and government and English. And it was like a two hour course, like that class combined, like threw me a baby shower at like 18. And, you know, like, so I did, like, I didn't have the like, hide your head in shame. Like I went to school, we graduated June 15 and he was, my due date with him was June 17. So I was like, I was there. I was like, waddling. and they almost didn't want me to walk either. I was, yes, he ended up, thank God he was lazy. He came a little late They we had to push, force him out. But um, yeah, they almost didn't let me walk either at graduation. Cause they were like, that's too close. Like, what if you go into labor? Like that whole thing. And I said, nope, I came every day like I did what I was gonna do like I'm gonna walk with my friends and I'm gonna graduate so I have a question on perspective so, yeah. it's
0: it's interesting to me that right away they offered you continuation school which I'm like are you serious <laughs> like that's already like fucked up to me and like to not even that, well, that, that were they embarrassed to have a pregnant girl at your
2: school is do you think they were or what was it oh here's the- that's the crazy thing is I don't know if you remember Stephanie, but I was not the first one. Like um, I think there was a girl on our cheer team who was on like baby number two already by senior year. So I was not the first you were to now. get pregnant. And, uh, oh yeah, like there were. I think I was maybe like number four or five. So there was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I think I was maybe the last one or one of the last ones. But yes, I think but I think those, maybe they offered them and they left because I remember like they would like start showing and then they wouldn't be at school and then they would come back, you know, and then they were not pregnant anymore. So I don't, you know, I never really talked to them about what their situation was. I just know that that's like what they offered me. And I, I said, I'm not doing it. Like I'm, I'm going to come to class. Yeah. So yeah. So I, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure why that was or maybe they just figured it'd be easier because i was too like i had appointments that were during the day you know like doctors don't care if you have class so but then i turned 18 in january and at that point i could sign myself in and out of class so i would sign myself out to go to my doctor's appointments i would drive myself there and then drive myself back to class so yeah i don't i don't know why that was their first step
0: Mm -hmm. What what was the reaction of the um baby's daddy when they're in this meeting did you have a sense of how the outcome of this was going to be i mean what was his reaction because i feel like when you're a young girl not only is are your parents this like the quote-unquote scary ones to tell i think it's yeah. your partner as well like it's a big deal
2: to tell somebody this um, is- no he was he, no, what? he was good like i'll be there for you like you know yeah. like all the promises yeah no. um but he wasn't but you know like we stayed together, right? Like he was still my boyfriend, but like, you know, I'm pregnant. I'm can't go anywhere or do anything. And he's like out partying or, you know, like I can't say that he jumped up and like got a job to help like support, like our, our parents supported our child for, you know, my entire pregnancy basically. And until, you know, until I was able to like start a career, but even then, like I told him, I'll never take you to court. Like, I don't want to be those parents, you know, we'll alternate every other weekend. We'll do that. Um, but I know too, he didn't want that because he didn't want to have to pay child support either. So in a way I kind of felt like, okay, like once Anthony got older, and was maybe like, I don't want to go to dad's this weekend. Then I wouldn't make him. And then his dad would get upset and say, well, it's my weekend. And I would say, you don't like it? Take me to court. But guess what? You take me to court for custody, I'm going to get some money. So yeah. it was a little bit, you know, for a while in our, you know, in our 20s, it did get a little ugly in, in that aspect. Um, but we were able to figure it out, you know, and um, stay out of the court system and, and work it out that way.
1: So I I told you I was Instagram stalking you, <laughs> so, which... I love your Instagram page. It's such a great tribute to just your whole family and which we can, we'll get into later about more of your children. Um, Mm -hmm. But I was struck by this. You had like a little thing for your, um, for Anthony when he turned 18 and it says my Anthony Ryan, making me a mama at 18 changed the course of my life in the best way possible. I wouldn't be who I am or what I have today. If it wasn't for you. It was just you and I for so long. We pretty much grew up and are still growing together. I am proud of the person you are and can't wait to see what the next few years has in store for you. Oh, my God. That's so so beautiful. Yeah. And just the idea of you both doing this together alone. I mean, like, we're talking about the father. And obviously, he wasn't there for as much as he needed to be. What was it like to feel like you're together, but alone, but together in this world? You know, growing up, you're both young. Um, Yeah. Um, He,
2: like, I, I could tell him so much how much I love him and how much he changed my life for the better. But I think deep down, he does feel like he was a little bit of a burden, no matter what I tell him or how I make him feel. I think he'll always feel that. And maybe he thinks like he took something from me, but because a lot of the time, you know, I'm very honest. I even talk to my this way and I would tell him, you know, like, don't do this to somebody else. He would see me crying or struggling. And, you know, like my first thought or thing to tell him would be like, you see what I'm going through? Like, don't, don't do it to somebody else. Like be smart, you know? So, um, we did grow up together. He is so much like me in, in the fact that like he's very emotional. He's very sensitive. He's um very much into musical theater and his dad is just not that guy. Like his dad is a football, hardcore baseball, you know, guy. So they had a hard time like, you know, bonding or, or creating a bond and that was that was hard for me to watch, you know? Um but I mean I think we did a good job. It was it was it was hard being just us two because again that's not how i was raised i didn't want to have another baby daddy i didn't want um my kids to have different last names so i tried for a very long time to make it work with his dad even though even though i knew he wasn't the best person for me or he wasn't treating me well or he wasn't providing for us like i still all of that just because i wanted my quote-unquote family i wanted us all to have the same last name like But the thing is too, is Anthony has never known us as together, like as a couple, we've never been, we never lived together. Um, I mean, when I was pregnant, he did come and like, stay with me, like when Anthony was born or whatever, but like, we never had our own place together. He never saw us like as boyfriend and girlfriend, like holding hands because by, at that point, it was more just like, well, I'm just here because you're his dad, you know, and, I'm not even sure if he really liked me either at that point, but we were just trying to make it work like for our family. But finally, like once we both turned 21, thankfully um, his dad said, you know, like we've been trying at this for like 10 years already, you know, forever and it's not working and we need to see what's out there and see other people. And finally, like he closed the door on me. Like he was like, it's never going to work. Like we're not going to, you know, we're not going to be a family. Like it's time to move on. And I tell his dad too, like, it was the best thing you ever did for me. Like literally like letting me, I was even at that point, like I was devastated. I was crushed because I felt like everything I ever envisioned, even up until that point, you know, like I was still hoping that this family was going to work. Um, and he did me the biggest favor by breaking up with me finally. And just saying like, it's done. And, and now
1: I'm look back and I'm like, thanks homie <laughs> thank you i feel like that's a yeah. lot that's motherhood is like all these expectations and you have to not. just rush them to the side and say fuck it like yeah. this what's best for me is not what the expectation i had before yeah and, and i'm not gonna discredit fathers at all because
0: speaking from who, in, who we who are who's fathering our children right now they're very involved but you know I, teenagers it's really rare to find a father that will be there um, right. I feel like when when that, I think that was my fear as a being sexually active in high school personally was being pregnant as a teen because I saw my neighbor pregnant as a teen in second grade and I saw what she went oh. through and it impacted my life a lot. Um, yeah. But I was always, you know, look, I, we had a couple few teen pregnancies in our high school, and some of the dads did stay, but I was always thinking. It's going to be on me. It's going to be on me. If I get pregnant, this is my child. Not, not know. You, you never know what the outcome going to be with that, with that teen father, because it's yeah. like, we're out there selling their wild oats more than we are. And, and I, I don't know if it's instinct or what it is and mother nature, you know, but when there's, yeah, a,
2: I just didn't have the luxury.
0: Yeah. It's us who, who
2: takes it yeah. on. You know? I don't have the luxury of walking away. Like, yeah. he, you know. I had no choice, even though I did, I chose to keep him. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I had, I had no choice, but to do what was best for him.
0: Yeah. No, I know that if I would have been pregnant, I would have chose to keep two because of the way I was brought up and you know, Mm -hmm. that's what I would have done. I mean, I know there's exceptions if something would, if I would have been, you know, raped or assaulted, I think it would have been a different result, but I just know that that would have been. And I did have a pregnancy scare when I was, 18 and a half, 19. And yeah. And I, I, my parents reacted the same way. My dad was actually the one that went to the doctor with me, um, waited in the lobby. Wow. I got my results and I wasn't. And I was like, I went there with the whole situation. It was, you know, my first year of college and I'm like, Oh fuck, is this going to happen? You know, I'm going to, am I going to have back? Like there, you know, I've I've been there. So the fact that your reality was yes. And you're such a strong, beautiful woman to have kept your child and then it worked for you now. And and he's, you know, here, beautiful, you know, young man. And, um, it's, that's amazing. And you're right. That guy did you a service. And yeah, I'm I'm, I'm happy that your results from that pregnancy (laughs) are better than most. Um, yeah. Better than most by far, by
1: far. Um, what was it like, financially for you did you you know since you're sort of like a single mom um were you able to yeah. go to work and were your parents i like and what was your support system i'm, I'm assuming your parents helped watch for yeah you work. yeah so i was um
2: i was lucky to where you know if we were in school and like even until we were early on like early adults like in college it was like if you go to school you don't have to work so our parents you know never made us work as long as we were in school so um you know I was in school until he graduated in June or he was born in June and then I I had always wanted to be a cosmetologist like in high school I was always doing my friend's hair and makeup for like proms and dances and stuff like that and I realized that I wasn't going to get the support from his dad so I needed a job like I didn't have time to like go to school and build clientele like I needed something that was going to be a steady paycheck so of course like you know I'm home in the summer with my newborn and I'm watching tv and one of these Bryman commercials comes on and they're like you know you can be a CNA or whatever you know so I'm like sold so I basically during the day watched him and then I went to school at night at Bryman, and that was like only a couple months. It was like a six month thing or something like that. And then after that, like immediately they guarantee that you'll, they'll like get you a job. So I got a job there in Roland Heights where we're from. And I was just a CNA for a little while. Um, but yeah, I was the one who always worked. His dad didn't have a very steady job. I mean, his parents and Anthony's grandparents were always very good. Like anything that he needed, you know, they would help. But I would say most of the support came from my parents and then me when I worked. Um, Yeah, so I was a a CNA for a little while. And then my brother was working at Disney, and he said they were having auditions for entertainment. And I had always wanted to be like a performer. Um, So I auditioned. And actually, shockingly, it paid better than being a CNA. So (laughs) I was like, okay, well, good goodbye, CNA, and I'm going to go live my best Disney life. Um, So I did that for quite some time. And then I got older and was like, I can't be this old working at Disney. So it kind of just like everything, you know, like everything changed, like just followed a natural progression. Like then I was like, okay, maybe it's time I get like a real career. I can't be a parade performer at like 35. So like, let's get like a real job. Um, but yeah, the main support did come from my parents. I did continue to live at home. I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The first time I ever moved out was with my now husband. So yeah, I think it was like third, uh, 25 ish, maybe still living at home. So I lived at home for a long time. Nice.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, so I know that
0: you saying, you know, your ex, you know, had no part and he was young and he was living his life, you know best young life if you want to call it that do you feel like you missed out on being young and doing some of the younger things or do you feel like "Eh, you've kind of doing it now or I've done it how do you feel about
2: that yeah I mean I missed out on like the traditional like prom you know like I was super into school and more for the social aspect so like I was bummed to have missed prom like all my friends were like just come but I was like huge (laughs) So I, I was like, I'm going to be miserable. Like I can't even find a dress that fits, So I'm not going to go. Um, so that in my 20, like my mom, God bless her. Like my mom, she tried her best, but I would be lying if I didn't say that the lady would show up at my friend's houses at like two in the morning, like get your butt home. Like you have a kid. So she did try to give me like that leniency to like, let me party, um, and hang out with my girlfriends that were single or whatever. But, um not the, not like, I don't think not what I would have liked, but I did, you know, I did enjoy myself. I did go to college parties. I did, you know, um, go to the clubs with my girlfriends and stuff like that. But there was more of a, like, I still had a curfew. Like I still, you Mm -hmm. know, and I had to be respectful. She's allowing me to do this and she's watching my son. Um, so, so, and then when we did do every other weekend, cause even if, he wasn't with his dad he would be with his um grandparents or his godparents who are um his aunt and uncle technically from his dad's side so they they were godsend as well like they wanted me to be young too so they would just come and take him and let me have my time so everybody did help um and allow me to like get a little bit out but like even my littles i'm like go to college like live on campus we'll do whatever even anthony like move out go like do (laughs) Do all of that stuff like and just do it because I didn't and I would have loved to but it's it just wasn't I just couldn't because I had a baby and a crazy mother at home
1: <laughs> can we talk about your um your it's a, you have your husband now you guys are married uh-huh. and mm-hmm. two kids so you have two kids how old are they So they
2: will be ten and eleven here within the next couple weeks. Okay, what's the age gap?
1: Yeah, between Anthony and them.
2: Um, so and
1: the twelve years. Wow. So when you went in, in second set of kids, were you a pro? Were you like, I know this, I've done it, or was it kind of like, oh no, I was like, what? (laughs) Oh, it was all over again. Like, and it was like, it took
2: adjusting, you know, like, dang, I got to feed you. Like, you can't just go get yourself cereal, you know, like, it was, it was a lot. (laughs) It was, and I didn't have help this time, you know. well I mean, I had my husband, but like, I didn't, I wasn't living at home with my mom. Like, I remember when I had Anthony and they were just like, you know, he couldn't sleep. I could hear her come in and just take him from his crib and she would take over, you know, and like, I didn't have that now. It was just like, he and I, and he was going to fire academy. Um, so I wasn't gonna ask him to like wake up when he had to like bust his butt at the fire academy. So it was um it was a uh, eye opener
1: for, for sure. Is it hard to date? Yeah no with having a, a son? That was my question, next question.
0: Like how how long did you yeah not gonna wanna be too nosy, but like yeah, how was your dating like mm-hmm. after after you had broken up with the dad leading up to this?
2: Um, I, I I mean, I, I did date, I think it did take me a while just because like, obviously like I was 18, I was super tiny, I was 98 pounds. And then giving birth to Anthony, I think it was like 155. So like, obviously, like I got the stretch marks I got, you know, and I was only, you know, once I started dating, I was 21 and I was like, no one's going to want to see all this, you know, <laughs> like, I, so it, I, I was very hard on myself. Um, but then also I, I felt like anybody that I dated that found out or knew that I had a son just assumed I was easy. Like, mm. and that was the hardest part for me. It's like, anytime I would say no, or I would try to slow things down, like I could see the anger and the upset or the annoyance. and And they'd be like, I mean, come on, you have a kid. And I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't mean like, that's all that I did. Like it. It was hard. That was hard. Mm-hmm. Finding someone who like respected me enough to know that like just because I had a kid at home didn't mean that it was an automatic into my pants. Wow. And that- then dealing with my insecurities, like dealing yeah. with even wanting to get naked in front of someone mm-hmm. because my body was not what it, I mean, I had abs at 18 before <laughs> this, you know, and then I got to enjoy them for like two months and then I got pregnant. So that, that was hard. Um, and then I had two like, I had those that were like super accepting and thinking like, oh, she has a kid, like the opposite. Like she has a kid, she's ready to settle down. Like, let's meet mom. And I'm like, well, slow your roll. Like, I don't even know if I like you yet, you know, or, you know, I had one pretty, one of my pretty big heartbreaks was, um, his parents just did not like the fact that I had a child and, he liked me and I liked him and you know, we dated, we tried to make it work for a year, but his mom made me feel very unwelcome. Um, she was mean, like she would make little comments. Um so it was just like it doesn't matter how much we love each other, like I can't be with someone whose mom like treats me that way. Yeah. You yeah. know, um you marry that is was hard. Company. That was that yeah. was a hard one. Yeah. Wow.
0: Thank Ooh, you yeah. for and thank you for answering that the way you did, because I really feel like that was a hard one to answer. I really appreciate that. Oh. Thank you so much. Um,
2: oh, you're welcome.
0: What what is your what was your approach with your son when it came to the time to talk about sexual education with your first, you know, do you oh. was it always an open thing for you guys? You know, kind of a natural thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's always been open. Um, we don't really hide or sugarcoat anything. Um, so, you know, we did the videos and all of that stuff, um, and talked to him about it. And obviously, like if it's time, like what to do, what not to do, how to, you know, no means no is our big one. Like even with my little ones, like no means no. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and honestly, It hasn't been, like, a huge issue. Like, he's very – I wish he saw himself the way I saw himself. But he's – he is very shy, um, very, very shy. So I think that um, I don't – he's never, like, brought a girl home Mm -hmm. as a girlfriend. So I don't even know if that's even something that's, like, on his radar, like, just dating or anything. I don't worry about him. I always tell everyone it's the little ones I'm worried about. Like, my Nico, (laughs) oh, my – like – I'm worried about that kid, like him. I'm like, he's smart. I think he lived it. Um, we even had a conversation the other day because he moved out, you know, and he's like, and it's rough out here, you know, like by myself. And he's like, and I just can't imagine he's 23 now. He's like, I just can't imagine having a five-year-old. He's like, I think it's hard now. And it's just me. Like imagine having a five-year-old on top of that. And I'm like, Oh no, I know, you know? And he's like, it would just make my life so much harder. And I'm like, yeah you have somebody else you're responsible for
1: what a gift that he has this perspective you know i i have my 18 year old nephew and it's like because he didn't see it so you know in his face like i don't sometimes i don't know if like they see that perspective or how much you can hold on to the fact that like you don't have to have that responsibility and that it that is a nice thing to have that freedom right yeah. Um, how do you, do you have any plans on how you can approach it with your littler ones, especially your daughter? So right now it's hard because everything's out there, right?
2: Like, so they're on their like little YouTubes and they're like TikToks and, and my daughter, luckily she's still like a little bit innocent compared to like her little friends, you know? Um, mm-hmm. so that worries me that that's going to rub off on them but I mean we're open and on like she knows about periods she knows her is probably like coming she knows like what a period is um we haven't really gotten into like the sex talk but we will be honest I mean we're we're pretty cut and clear about you know all of that stuff but like you know they're little kids and they'll like make jokes and be like oh like my son thinks it's so funny that like Anytime we're like, pick a number and he'll be like 69. Like he thinks it's so funny, right? But I'm like, so then I say, okay, tell me what that means. Why is that funny? He has no clue. And I'm like, then if you don't know, then don't, don't say it. And I, I, I've told him, I will tell you, my husband's like kicking me under the table. Like, no, but I'm like, well, if he thinks he's going to say it, then I'm going to tell him. And then he's really going to regret wanting to say that number, you know? So, um, but we're pretty open and honest with them. And, And they... They're very aware that, like, I was a teen mom, you know, and the older they get, I could see, like, the light bulb getting brighter, like, what? Like, even, you know, I was talking to them and my husband, like, they asked me to be on this podcast about being a 17. And then, like, Luciana was like, wait, mom, 17? And I'm like, yeah, babe, I was 17. And she's like, well, that's like only seven years older than me. And I'm like, yeah, like, I was, you know, so like, I don't hide anything from them. They, they they know a lot. So I, you know, with her, especially like, I would love to say that me telling her that she doesn't have to do what somebody doesn't want her to do, or to not give into pressure to do that. I would love to say that that would stop that. But I am an example that I it doesn't. My parents were talking to me about everything. My mom made me feel like I was the most beautiful girl in the world. So did my dad, like, I had the best examples and I was taught everything, but yet I still gave into something. I, into the peer pressure and I wish I could say any why. I don't know why. Do you think it's because we were, our generation or generations before, we have this
0: romanticism of being in this romantic relationship? Yes, that's
1: what I was going to say. I was super duper in love with the dumbest dude in high school. (laughs) you know like looking back like oh my god like what yeah i was so in love with him i was like i remember just writing our my name and his last name together like what the fuck no like thinking back,
0: no i just think we yeah. were propaganda that was like you know you just look at the movies that were made for our age group it's like Right, yeah, so. making this beautiful love, or you know, we had American Pie, and they had all these different ways people lost their virginity, and it was like one was yeah. rough, one was romantic, yeah. the other one was just you know because they had been together and they wanted to do it, you know, like there was all the different scenarios. That's like one of the perfect
1: ones. I will say though, there was something real at that time. Yeah, you know, you feel like yeah, they're your they're your everything, and the hormones and. Real feelings aren't real. Unfortunately, they happen when you're, like, 16. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, and that is
0: our first experience. It's, like, the first time we drove yeah. a car, I doubt we drove it good. You know, I doubt. Yeah. You know, our first meal, I doubt it was fucking five star. No. Mine yeah. still is <laughs> You know, it's, like, that was our first go at love. And we yeah. all made different choices. And you were in love. I mean, yeah. we were. You
1: were together for so long. I don't think I re- remember. I'm like now remembering how you guys were together. Yeah.
2: For so long. Yeah, he was it. Yeah. And the crazy, oh my God. Like the crazy
1: part is, is like that
2: summer before my senior year, like me and my girls, I was like, that is it. Like I'm done. I, and I was truly done. Like yeah. I was truly like, I'm going to date senior year. Like senior year is it. Like we're going to have fun. I was supposed to go on this, my cousins, senior trip, like to Cabo, like Mexico, like it was going to be great and then I don't know I have no idea but somehow that summer before it happened one last two raw, and then here came Anthony <laughs> like, just like, and I'm like well there went that so
0: yeah. it you know me who knows is you know if that's something my husband yeah. was talking about last night we're like how much of our life is it all free will is it all chance because even making it mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. right I
0: mean there's I got Whoever's listening, if y'all are trying to get pregnant... What's the town y'all grew up in? Because it sounds like it's pretty far R- water of water. Roland Heights. So we go to Roland Heights! <laughs> rolling some of that fucking water! It looks like you'll be able to get
2: pregnant. For <laughs> yeah, oh, real.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a question, because I know, like, all all of us, we have these images in our head that, again, propaganda or it could be biological or whatever, but like right now, we're in our quote-unquote middle life, and some of us middle life crisis. Some of us are not. You grew up faster. Do you feel like you felt like you were middle aged in your twenties versus because you had a kid and you grew up faster? I mean, it, you can't really compare it to anything. But do you feel like you have been forty <laughs> forever? Oh, oh I'm so cute.
2: cute! Is that a dog? Yeah. I always see that. Yes, yeah. No, oh, it's my, dog. my Frenchie. My Frenchie that thinks she's a dog. oh okay there. Oh, we go. She's she's dead. Dead. Dead matches your furniture (laughs) um I didn't feel that part but I did feel like I was at a point where like I did want kids sooner like more kids I wanted to settle down my poor husband god bless him like I do feel like I pressured him a little bit of like, are we doing this or not? Like I ain't got time to waste. I have a kid at home. Like I want more kids. Like I did feel this like internal clock that maybe like my girlfriends, my other friends were just like, nah, we're still trying to party. Like we're not interested where I was ready to settle down at a certain point, my, my, like my by my late twenties. Um, I, I was there at that point, but um, I do feel like I, like I've lived a super long life, but like, at this point, like, at 40, like, this is the best I've ever felt, like, the most secure with myself that I've ever been, like, I'm in a, I'm in a super good spot right now, but, yeah, there was a point where I was, you know, I was looking around me, and people were, like, getting engaged, and getting married, and moving out, like, I was still living at home, and I was, like, I don't know if I felt, like, It was expected of me maybe like to be more further along because I was already a mom or it was just like an internal thing. But yeah, I, I did feel that pressure to, to get my life going because I already had like a 10 year old back there waiting for me. So
0: yeah, yeah, you have big responsibilities. So you had a great, positive experience with your family outcome of when you, you said, Hey, you know, I'm pregnant. Do you have any advice for a teen, current teen who's pregnant, maybe listening and also a parent? So two different sets of advices. One as a perspective of being a teen and being pregnant, what advice could you give to someone? And then a parent, I mean, obviously what your parents did for you was amazing, but maybe if you can just be more specific.
2: Um, Advice for a teen mom now would be just to like, not settle. Don't, don't settle because you think like, this is the best that I'm going to get, or this is all that I deserve, or this is, you know, I just need, I just need to do this because I have the baby at home, or I just need to be with his dad because I need to build a family or, you know, don't settle because you deserve more. You definitely deserve to be loved. not just you know by a man but just by yourself like just because this like just because this happened to you doesn't have to be your identity yeah so that would be um for a girl that's pregnant now um as far as um parents i mean yeah just might just be supportive i know it could be hard um i'm sure my mom like even now thinking, you know, I'm 40. She was 40 when she, when she became a grandmother and I was like, Oh my God, I think I would die like 40. Like if she, if Luciana came to me and told me she was pregnant, like, I don't know what I would do. You know, like there was never, I never saw their, whatever they went through, their panic, their fear, their any, like, I never saw any of that. They kept it away from me. All I saw was support. And that meant the world to me because if I, I don't think if I had it, I would be where I'm at today. I don't think I could have done it by myself, especially with having a father that wasn't very involved, like his dad being very involved. It solely would have been me. And I truly don't think I could have done it. They did every single thing in their power to um, allow me to live my life and reach my goals and, and just, you know, support me. So I think as hard as it might be, like, the support is going to keep your daughter close, your your grandchild close. That's beautiful. And you
0: know what I saw in this is that you were not shamed. And I think yeah. that is beautiful. That's
2: a beautiful. Not story. by then, not, but you know. But they're, you know, they're, they're... Not everybody else.
0: Your
1: family is the yeah. one that was there for you. Yeah. Sure <laughs> they didn't
2: do that to you. I love that. Yeah. No,
1: they did it. Okay. If you were to have a conversation with teenage Stephanie, 18-year-old Stephanie, what would you say to her?
2: Oh,
1: I would just tell
2: her that, you know, just to be stronger, like you don't need, it's not worth it. You know, like marrying your high school sweetheart, that whole thing, like that's not worth, it's not worth your morals. It's not worth, you know, like, giving up everything you thought you were going to have for like you are worth so much more. There are other people out there that will love you the way that you deserve to be loved. Like just say bye. Like yeah. just,
1: just, <laughs> just walk away. Yes. Hindsight. Oh man.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so we're,
0: you know, we're coming into the end of the interview, which is crazy. And we're looking at the time. You've been such a we're great time. Like, you're no, it's you're amazing. Your answers have just been so with it. I love the way you interview. Um, when we think of people, you know, when we think of, of teen mom or we think, oh, what did she lose? You know, what, what did she lose in her year and what did you gain? So do you feel like you lost any part of you or like, I think you mentioned, you know, you missed your experience at school. So do you feel mm-hmm. like you lost anything else or and what did you
2: gain too? I mean, I lost a life that I thought I would have. I lost this idea of a life that I was going to move up north with my cousin and we were going to go to school out there and we were going to have this apartment and I was going to be a hairstylist and hopefully get, you know, like on TV and do hair and makeup for TV. Like I lost that life, but I gained this one, which is so much better. Like it's so much better. My son is thriving. I have my two little ones. I have a husband that loves me too much. Sometimes I say, Um, you know, we're happy. We're healthy. We live in an amazing neighborhood. We have great friends. Like, you know, people do tend to ask me if I had to do it over again. Would I? And everyone just assumes that I would say no because there were a lot of tears I mean, obviously, I'm a crybaby, but it was rough. I hated fighting with my baby daddy all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, I hated fighting with my parents over parenting. Like, I hated all of that. But if I had to do it over again, knowing that this would be the outcome, I would do it a thousand times. Mm -hmm. I'm in tears. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, you are a beautiful mother. Yes. Thank you. um, Thank you so much. Yeah we're saying thank you guys for having me.
1: Yeah. Okay. Can we get into some fun? By the way. No, don't be sorry. You're lucky.
0: You can cry. Easy. I'm trying. <laughs> 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 oh, you're just so you're, I just
1: see how genuinely genuine you are. And I feel yeah. So thank you. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. I'm just reflecting back, you know, like we went to the same school. We, but I had no idea of your experience. I mean, like, we were on the same team, but we never, we were right. never like close friends, you know? We were always so, you know, friendly to each other, but I never knew exactly what you we were going through. Um, so thank you so much for sharing all of this. Of course. Um, okay, so can we get to the fun stuff? Yes. yes. Okay, oh, so please. the first question we have for you is what's in your purse? And what's one thing in your purse? And what does it say about you?
2: one thing in my purse okay so I do have my purse yeah <laughs> right here um, I
1: already said that. <laughs> a, yeah, yeah. a tiny
2: backpack Tiny backpack, because everything just gets thrown in there but so right up top are the snackies <laughs> yes um, yeah. and what it says about me is that oh there's a lot in here um <laughs> I'm always at a field somewhere, baseball yeah. field, football field, like, and I always have one kid that's not practicing. So, you know, any opportunity they get to like eat out, they're going to try. So I'm like, Nope, here's a snack. Like, yeah. Nope. Here's a bar. Hold you over. You got one hour, you know, like wait till we get home. So definitely all I always have snacks in my purse because these kids are always hungry. Yeah. So. Yep. <laughs> I love
0: it. Well, that, I, do you have two things in common with our purses? Mine's a backpack. Yeah. Okay, but she's the snack yeah. queen, so that's and awesome. And it
2: just me though. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, bless Trust me, you. it's hard to resist. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Should we do the who who, who inspires what? you? Yeah. yeah,
2: who or what inspires you? Who inspires me? Um. Okay, I'm gonna try not to cry for this one. Um, but definitely my mom um still inspires me. I'm I'm sure Stephanie, you know, but Vanessa, my mom passed in 2020. Um and she just everything I do now, like because she's not here to see it, like here, here, yeah. um, I'm just inspired to be such a better mother. Like now, obviously, now that she's gone, I realize how lucky I was to have her. She was literally the best mom ever we did butt heads a lot but i think it's just because she was trying to be the best and you know always wanted to be super involved but um she she definitely inspires me mainly in motherhood because i did work a lot i um always worked basically so she helped me with anthony she helped me with anthony when he was when I was when he was little, and then even my littles like once I had them, she since six weeks old like she watched them until literally a couple of days before she passed. So, um, I never really realized what it was like to be like around them twenty four seven, you know. And I'm like, it's be now that I'm a stay at home mom, uh, it is a tough job, mm-hmm. and I'm just inspired to be more like her in motherhood because. I feel like maybe I didn't have the most patience or didn't realize like how hard it truly was because I wasn't with them so much. And now that I am like, I'm inspired to be more of a, the mom that she was. Than me been, just screaming um, at them. stay at home. Only since May. Okay. So. Wow. That's a,
0: it is yeah. a good transition. Yeah.
2: And yeah. I'm like, I love you guys, but this is hard. Yeah. And yeah.
0: Just, yeah. It's hard. To it was, stand. you know, I
2: didn't realize that, that eight to 10 hour break a day was, you know, I would only deal with them for a couple hours after work. And now I'm like, all day, like all day, have you guys. <laughs> so, yeah. No
1: breaks, girl. Then you're big Like. A trip to the bathroom has new meaning. Oh, totally. I always wondered why my parents were in the shitter so long. I'm like, I get it now. I get it.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh my god. So this is the big question. Um, what's one moment that sticks out for you that you fucked up as a mom?
2: And what did you learn from it? Okay, this it's kind of a funny story, but it's a classic. Um so when I was living with my parents, this is an Anthony story. <laughs> Poor, sorry, Anthony. Um, we <laughs> lived in lived in Rowan Heights and we were like up against a freeway, basically. I don't even know how it happened or how, but we woke up and our next door neighbor's house was like on fly, on fire, like in flames. We all run out of the house. We're out of the house. We got hoses, we're wetting like everything so that if the fire comes our way, like nothing happens. Well, then you know we're just standing there watching this house burn and then like running down the street i see anthony's godparents and they're running they happen to be coming home and saw that a house was on fire they thought it was our house well their first question is where is anthony and like all of us look at each other and we're like oh shit i left him in the crib like i forgot i had a kid like i literally <laughs> left kid in the house yes yeah. yeah that was the first like damn like oh, my God, like, it's not just me. And you know what I mean? Like, he was maybe, like, six months old. But, like, that was, like, a crazy transition because I'm the only girl. I've never had a share. I've always had my own room. Like, I've always only worried about my stuff, me, 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 me. And then I had a kid that mm-hmm. I left in the house with a burning house next door to us. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, my God. And we like, ran in there and grabbed was- it
0: zombie
2: bomb fatigue is real yes. oh, oh my gosh in yeah wow you know and that taught me that, that yeah, yeah it's just it's not, not me anymore it's yeah. it's he is he is with me he is my package deal <laughs> never forgot him again not even at school like i've never forgotten him ever since then but yeah that was that was a pretty big fuck up for real to have like somebody come running down the street, asking for your kid, but it wasn't just me either. It was all of us. We all- <laughs> so- Well, you know, you, I always wonder yeah. that, you know, you know, they, there's these, you,
0: you just showed me that those scenarios are real where they're like, my baby's still in there. And I'm always like, why the fuck is the baby still in the house? And it's like, because you're <laughs> so like, to get out. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Thank you for sharing that and everything that you shared today. I hope that if you're a teen mom out there or someone who just found out you were pregnant and a teen and or a mother or father that are listening, um, I hope that this story and that Stephanie has brought an insight to this experience to help you. Um, I really appreciate your story and I appreciate you and your time. Thank you so much for being here
2: today. Thank you for letting me share it. It's, yeah. I'm yeah, like, it's crazy. It's like, like, I'm yeah, it. yeah, we mm-hmm. Yes, and I am, and I don't, you know, I don't lie. Sometimes my husband says I overshare, but I'm like, I just, I guess it gives people a glimpse into me and maybe why I am the way that I am, you know, yeah.
0: so. Don't cover it you know. up. No, no, all. I don't no. love that about you. Thank you. And I felt, definitely felt your open book, and I think that's why. I got emotional because I could feel you. So thank you so much.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.